that is a great assurance that the Lord knows us, that he cares about us, that when we're small, and I'm usually a little boy in the backyard when I sing that song, I think about the Lord knowing my name. But uh, as I reminded the early service today, God doesn't stop knowing your name and caring about you. The Bible says that when we're old and gray, he'll not forsake us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. Down to our graying years, he remains the same. So we have that assurance. Who can go to heaven? Uh, apparently that man on the screen thinks he's going to go. He's excited about it in church there, worshiping with his hands up. Do you plan to go to heaven when you die? Some people believe God is good and kind and so good and kind that everyone will be saved. After all, doesn't the Bible say that for God so loved the world that he gave? And doesn't the Bible say that God is not willing that any should perish? Some people take those precious truths and conclude that everyone will go to heaven. There is a belief that known, known as universalism that believes that even those in hell will eventually be given the opportunity to go to heaven. They believe that it is God's ultimate plan for everyone to be saved. Now, let me say that some of the things these people believe are true. God did so love the world that he gave his only begotten son. Why did God give Jesus up to the cross so that that verse says, John 3, 16, so that no one would perish. But who are these who will not perish? Well, the Bible says clearly in that same verse, the people who, are not, who will not perish are those who believe in Jesus. Earlier I mentioned that other passage of Scripture where the Bible says that God is not willing that any should perish, and that is true. It's not God's will that anyone should perish, but in that same verse, it says that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And it is those who repent who will not perish. Jesus talked to a group on one occasion, talking with them about a great tragedy that had happened in their day. They had conversations like that. We talk about great tragedies that happen and all the people that were killed in the tragedy, whether that be an earthquake or some kind of whatever, and Jesus said, don't you understand that unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. So you see, neither of these verses indicate that everyone will eventually be saved. What we need is an authoritative voice on the answer, and that's the voice of Jesus. Well, there are other people who believe that the way to heaven has many doors, and that all people, if they go through the, their door, the door that they believe in, will eventually go to heaven. In other words, uh, the Hindu, uh, if he's a good Hindu and he practices his Hinduism, uh, he'll go to heaven. And the Buddhist uh, will go to heaven if he believes and practices his Buddhism. The Muslim will go to heaven if he believes and practices his Islam. So there are those who say there are many roads to heaven and that everyone will go. Well, what we need to do this morning is that we need to look at what Jesus says about who can go to heaven and whether or not everyone can go. So let's open our Bible and let's look at Matthew chapter 7. We're going to look at verses 21 through 23 and some other verses in that same chapter. 
And we're going to hear what Jesus has to say. And he says it outright. He says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. And he says, Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And Jesus said, and then I will declare to them, depart from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. Now what did you just hear Jesus say about the matter? It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. It matters what the Bible says and what Jesus says. That's what we need to hang our hat on. That's what we need to count on. And Jesus said, not everyone will go to heaven. Here's the first thing he said. Number one, Jesus said, not everyone will go to heaven because in these verses, Jesus talks about the many and the few. All you have to do is move up a few verses in the same chapter in verses 13 and 14 where Jesus said, enter through the narrow gate for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction and there are many who enter through it for the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life and there are few who find it. So Jesus talks about the many who are on the broad way that leads to destruction. That's the wide road, the smooth road, the easily traveled road, the road of least resistance. And Jesus said there are a lot of people on that road. In fact, the majority of people are on that road. Will the many go to heaven? And Jesus said, no, there are only a few who enter the narrow gate that leads to life. So not everyone will go to heaven because Jesus talks about the many and the few. This past year, we heard people talk about being on the right side of history. There was a lot of discussion about that in the political world. We look at our world today. What is being on the right side of history? If you're involved in a war, what's being on the right side of history? Is the right side the side that wins or the side that loses? Did you know the Bible reveals, especially in the book of Revelation, that in the last days, Christians, Christians, will be on the wrong side of history. They will lose their lives because of their commitment to Christ and will be seen as a threat to the state. Then there will be those who will be on the right side of history. They'll suffer no persecution. Their lives will not be threatened because they chose the broad way and the wide gate. They're on the right side of history at the moment, but they're on the wrong side of God. Every year in the month of July, Millions of Muslims make a pilgrimage to Mecca. A good Muslim is expected, if they're able, to go once in their lifetime to Mecca. And you've seen them marching around that box in Mecca at the Hajj. But they do not believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God or died on the cross to be their Savior, though they do believe that they will go to heaven when they die. And what does the Bible say about these millions of faithful Muslims who read their Koran and pray five times a day. Well, Jesus said in John chapter 14, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. In my previous church, I once had to take a, a pretty strong stand on 
uh, some false doctrine that a church in the community was teaching. It happened to be the largest church in the community, but their doctrine was, was very far from what the Bible was saying. I had one of uh, the deacons in my church who was sympathetic to that movement in the community, and he called me aside one day and he said, do you see all those people going to that church? Do you see all those cars in their parking lot? Can that many people be wrong? And I said to him, do you see all those people in Mecca marching around that block? All those millions of people making a pil pilgrimage to Mecca? Can that many people be wrong? People can be wrong. The great majority of people can be wrong. Jesus said many are traveling the broad way that lead to destruction. The majority of people are traveling that way, but the few come through the right gate, the right door. Does heaven have open borders? I know I'm getting off on a lot of, uh, what do you call them? Uh, I don't know, touch point issues. I don't, I don't know what they call them today, trigger points. But anyway, it's interesting to think about. Does heaven have open borders? In the United States, you can come into the country legally or illegally. Illegally means you come in without any papers. You, you slip across the border. You get in. You don't have anything to worry about. Legally means you come through the right gate. You come with the right papers. You have a passport. You get to come in. The only problem is illegally, if they catch you, they can send you back out. They can, they can boot you out. Now, you can't slip across the border into heaven. If you think you can do that without coming through the right gate, the right door, you're just wrong. Jesus is the door to heaven who are you think you can slip across the border without coming through him? Now, when we go to Walmart, I like to just make one trip. And it's not just one trip to Walmart. It's one trip into the house. What I like to do, you know, Walmart has all those plastic bags, and I've got a long arm. So I take a plastic bag, and I slip a plastic bag up my arm, as many plastic bags as I can carry, and I get my, my arms full of plastic bags. And then I pick up my Dr. Peppers, as many Dr. Peppers. You know, they got those little plastic things on them now. I get a couple of cartons of Dr. Peppers in each hand because I like Dr. Peppers. And I, I get up to the door. When I get up to the door, you know what happens. I got so much in my arms, sometimes I can't get in. I have to put something down. I have to open the door to get in. Well, Jesus said the same thing about getting into heaven. He said, you have to surrender everything. Jesus said, no man can become my disciple unless he's willing to forsake all that he has. You have to put down everything. You have to give, give up on your hope on everything else and put your hope only in Jesus. Not everyone's going to heaven because Jesus talks about the many and the few. Second, the Bible also says not everyone is going to heaven, not even everyone who calls Jesus Lord. I didn't say that. Jesus said that. That's what he says in verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. This past Wednesday night, we talked about prayer, but we talked about prayer from Luke 6, 46. Luke 6, 46 says, Jesus speaking, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you don't do the things that I say? When do you most often say, Lord, Lord? Well, you say it in prayer. Well, that's not exactly what Jesus is talking about, but you pray, you say, Lord, Lord, I need you to do this for me. And Jesus says, why, can you, why do you call me that? And you don't do what I say. Do you expect that he will hear you 
when you're not obedient to him, Jesus says here, not even everyone who calls me Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Some of you are like the people whom Jesus spoke saying in Matthew chapter 15, 8. He said, this people honors me with their lips. The word Lord comes off their lips. But it's not coming from their life. Their heart is far from me. The way they live, the way they think, the way they respond to me. I've been reading in my Old Testament. My Bible reading has carried me through my Old Testament. I've been reading about Saul, the story of Saul, the King Saul in the Old Testament. Such a tragic story. Saul started out such a good, fine young man, a humble young man. And God made him king. But it didn't take very long for Saul to get to a moment where he was disobedient to God. And because of a small disobedience, God rejected him from being king and God removed his spirit from him. Saul would have said, the Lord is my God. But God said, it doesn't show up, Saul, in your life. You're out of here. You can't be the man of my choosing. You got to think about that in your own life. If you're calling Jesus Lord, are you being obedient even in the area of a small obedience? Are you doing what he asks you to do? Are you keeping his commandments? Jesus said, the one who loves me is the one who keeps my commandments. And if you're not even doing that, even if you're calling him Lord, it doesn't count. Jesus said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone's going to heaven Because Jesus talks about the many and the few, not even everyone who calls Jesus Lord is going to heaven. Number three, in this very passage of Scripture, not everyone is going to heaven, not even everyone who does religious things, even things that seem to be very important. You see, in verse 22, Jesus said, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons? And in your name perform many miracles. And then he, I will declare to them, Jesus said, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. He says, I will say to them on that day. I like those expressions in the Bible. They, they cause me to stop and think. What does it mean, on that day? Well, that's on the day. I suppose they're ready to get into heaven. We might say that's judgment day. Maybe that's what Jesus is talking about. But certainly it's the day a person expects to go to heaven. They get to the door. They come with their papers maybe. And they say, Lord, I'm ready to come in. Here I am. I've got my qualifications. I brought my King James Version of the Bible. I brought the list of all the gifts. I brought my contribution record that I take down to the tax lady that she helps me send up to the IRS so I can get my tax deductions. I I, I hear all the things, all the classes I've taught in Sunday school down through the years. Here are all the things I've done. And the Lord says, well, good. I'm glad to know that, but I don't know you. Who are you? Now, we just sang this morning that sweet little song that says, He knows my name. But apparently, he doesn't know everybody's name. Maybe we say, God knows everything. Yes, he does. That means he knows your name. I know Joe Biden's name. I don't know Joe Biden. 
Joe Biden wouldn't know me. But if I saw him on the street, I could say, Joe Biden, I know you. And security would come up around him. You know they would. And he would say, I, I don't know who that guy is. So although you can sing, he knows my name. He may not know you. And you may not know him. And on judgment day, that's going to matter. Even with people who've done very religious things, even things that seem very important. Now, these are people who didn't believe everyone was going to heaven, but certainly on that day they believed they were going to heaven. They, he, they, th they think, I will get in because I gave to my church. I will get in because I prayed. I will get in because I preached. I will get in because I sang. I will get in because I was a miracle worker. Oh, you say, well, that's going to happen just in isolated cases. There'll just be a case here and there. It won't be widespread. Jesus said, many, many will say to me on that day, Lord, we held this position. We uh, were part of this organization. But he will say, I never knew you. Also, in my Old Testament reading, I ran across a story that I just missed, I suppose. But it's a perfect picture of what we're talking about here. Of some people who are part of the Lord's kingdom and then they don't live like part of the Lord's kingdom and then they expect to be part of the Lord's kingdom. Let me give you the illustration. A man's name is Shimei, S-H-I-M-E-I. I don't know how you pronounce it, but that's how I've chosen to pronounce it this morning. Shimei. David, David's son, Absalom, rebelled against him almost overthrew David's government. Well, he did for a while, so much so that David had to abdicate the throne and David was leaving Jerusalem. And as, the, as David was leaving Jerusalem, weeping and all the people weeping with him, there was this guy, Shimei, who walked out on the hillside and he said, be gone, be gone, David, you get out of here. And he threw stones at him and he cast dust at him and he cursed him. He cursed David. He said, you should have never been our king to begin with. Well, then the rebellion is quelled. It stopped. And the king comes back. And there's Shimei. And he hears David is coming back. And he falls down on the ground. And he says, look, he said, let not my Lord impute iniquity to me. May you not remember what I did perversely. He rebelled against the king, and then the king came back. One day the king is coming back. And on that day, there are going to be some people who expect to get into heaven. But Jesus said, not everyone is going to get in. Because he talked about the many and the few. Jesus said, not everyone is going to get in, even those who said, Lord, Lord. And Jesus said, not everyone is going to get in, even those who did very religious things. They weren't obedient to me. They said, Lord, but they didn't live like it. They shook their hand in my face most of the time and cursed me and said, Lord, we don't have to do that. We can do whatever we want to do. We can live however we want to live. And then on that day, they're on their knees saying, oh, Lord, please let us in. But Jesus said, I'm sorry. Though you could sing, he knows my name. All that time, 
I never knew you. And then those words that haunt us when we read the verse, depart from me. What will it be like for you on that day? Maybe you say, well, I believe in Jesus. Well, it's time to live like it. If you believe in Jesus, it's time to own him. It's time to own him in your everyday life. And certainly, if you believe in Jesus, it's time to own him before his people. Jesus said, you need to confess me before men. If you don't confess me before men, I'll be ashamed of you before my Father and the holy angels. And again, that's on that day. Some things you need to think about. Let's pray.